What does God think the church today needs? When persecution is looming for us, materialism is pervasive, immorality is normalized, we're the same, in the same boat as John. Well, God wants us, and I'm going to do this rapidly for you. God wants us to apply the attributes, all 25 of them, to our lives. So I'm going to do it for you today. This is what I do for the students. So here we go. Let me just pick four instead of 25 because then we would be late to lunch, okay? Um, but I did all 25, and it's a, fun, it's a fun exercise. But just the big ones. Everyone knows these. Omnipresence, omniscience, love, and omnipotence. And so how do we apply those attributes? Well, we do it by using them to start looking at our lives and the world around us through the lens, the window of Scripture. So what God wants us to do is to trust him with all of our fears and struggles that all of us have in differing types and measures, like financial hits, you know, um, that maybe the job or the, the, you know, pension or whatever, or some kind of an accident or loss of a loved one, loss of relationship, loss of, uh, you know, mobility or cancer. I mean, that's, that's a big one. So what God wants us to do is to go to his safe room. Now, I never will forget, Bonnie and I, we were pastoring in uh, Oklahoma, and one of the original Berkshire Hathaway investors, Warren Buffett's company, Berkshire Hathaway, had a group of men that were his original investors, and one of them lived and attended the church that I was pastoring. I mean, you know, every share of Berkshire Hathaway, what's it up to? Each share is worth a million? I mean, I think... uh, Back then, it was only worth a half a million. It's doubled since then. Wow. You know, but this guy had everything. I mean, he was mega wealthy. And we lived in the land of tornadoes in Oklahoma. And I remember the builder that built our house said, now, you know, your house is on a slab. And so if a tornado comes, what you do is take you and your eight little children and you get into the bathtub and you get a mattress and you hold it down kind of like on Twister, you know, like this, you know, while the tornado goes over. And I thought, boy, that sounds like a great plan. For tornadoes, you know, you know, had to have a big bathtub. <laughs> I think that was his goal, you know, to build a little bigger bathroom for us, for all eight. But um, then Mr. Berkshire Hathaway, original investor, took us to his home. He said, have I ever shown you my safe room? In a bank, I had not seen a vault as big as his safe room. He had a total air-conditioned meal galley Uh, He had everything. It could have survived an atomic attack with a vault door thing at the whole deal. Well, this is God's safe room. He said, if you trust me, I'll show you how safe you'll be. Number one, your first layer of protection in your safe room is, I always love you, and I'm never going to intentionally harm you, okay? Number two, I know everything that's happening before it happens, so nothing's going to sneak up on you, and you'll never, you know, be taken off guard. Omnipresence means I'm going to be in the safe room with you. I will actually be with you, always, and I love you, and I know what's coming. And by the way, I'm so powerful, nothing can get near you that I don't allow to come in, okay? So basically, we're faced with God is either good or bad, because if it, if it comes into our life and he loves us, we have to believe he's good because he thought it was working together for his good. He's either wise or dumb, either he's omniscient or not. He's either all-powerful and holding it back or he's weak. 
And either he's with us or he's absent. And our response is a declaration to those who are watching us, saved and unsaved, of how much we trust the Lord. So, basically, believing God's attributes means nothing accidentally touches us in God's safe room because he loves us, he knows what's best, he's all-powerful, and he's with us. And so as earth disintegrates, as John was on the island of Patmos for the word of God and the testimony of Christ, all he needed was to be reminded of what he already knew was true. I'm glad that CNN declared that the world is dying because God already said that. Now we just have to go to the world and tell them why the work of righteousness in us gives us peace and the effect of righteousness in us gives us quietness and assurance forever.